Uh, joining me now in the studio is an advisor. We have Simon Fisher from uh, the People Group. And you welcome, Simon. Thanks, Phil. Nice Good to be here. here. So you have both the insurance people and mortgage people. So you've got the two groups and, and how's it going? You know, it's going, it's going well. I think, um, you know, the insurance side always goes well um, you know, because we do not just the life and health. We also do the domestic and commercial insurances as well. Um, mortgages, a little bit, little bit slower, um, just purely because of market conditions. Yeah, so but the insurance stuff is still keeping you busy. Yes. Yeah, so I was interested, you know, to talk to you and have an advisor in the studio and talking about the process of going through licensing and getting ready for March next year. How have you found that process and how has it sort of changed the business and how you're running it? Oh, look, you know, we, um, we've got our full license for one, so we're, you know, we're pretty pleased with to get that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we took our time to go from the transitional license to the full license. Um, purely on the basis that we wanted to make sure that we had all our processes and you know systems you know all all in check, um, so you know we had quite a quite a number of you know robust meetings um, between sort of you know Katrina, my fellow director, and also you know senior management to to make sure that you know when we completed that um, online application for for our license that you know we made sure all the, all the boxes were correctly ticked. Yeah, did you find you had to change many processes? Uh, not so much change, just probably update to make sure that they're going to fit within the in the new in the new regime. So, which were the hardest parts? Um, I suppose that the hardest part was um, just you know making sure that you had all your the, the right security um, and the right protections in your systems. Um, so we spent quite a bit of quite a bit of money, invested quite a bit of money into our IT platforms and into our structures to make sure that it's um, you know, easy to access client data. Because we've got um, clients that can potentially have you know, four or five product lines with us. Well, and it's also an interesting one because as advisors, you actually hold a huge amount of personal information on, on, of your clients. And so making sure that's protected has always been something which I'm not sure the industry's done that well with. Yeah, and I, and I think you know, uh, there's there's such a big thing now with hacking. You, you mean you read the paper nearly every day, and you know, some someone's getting hacked. The data's getting, getting hacked. Um, and then you know, with one of the one of the lenders, for instance, when we had to apply for a, um, you know, an agency through there, um, their security um, hoops were quite significant. Um, and so I think you know, we had to spend a significant amount of money to make sure that we met their security requirements. And a lot of it is around that security of So that data. was the biggest sort of, the hardest part for you and, and, and it probably cost a reasonable amount of money by the sounds of it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And have you had to test your systems? Um, we, we use external, um, so we use an external party to look after our IT platforms. Mm -hmm. So they, they're always testing them, making sure that, you know, we're secure. We're also currently just looking at a, you know, um, I'm not fully into the IT side, Phil, it's not my side, but the two-factor sort of verification yeah. and that sort of stuff, that's what we're currently um, looking and implementing at the moment. So that would actually become standard within the biggest, in the business, a two-factor authentication? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just to protect, you know, because I mean, you know, in the old days, you know, you just used to have your computer at work and then when you left, you left. Um, well, now, you know, you've got it on your phone, you've got, you know, laptops, tablets, the full range of, you know, I suppose, IT platforms. And with your other processes, have, were there many changes you had to make there? Um, I think it's just keep some continuous improvement. You know, we're always testing them. We're always checking, you know, what are we asking for? How are we, how are we reporting stuff to clients? 
Um, and you know, once we once we identify an area that needs to be changed, we just change it um, in, in the system. So, how much time do you think that takes you away from sort of doing your day to day business or giving advice? Um, well, I give advice, but also manage the business as well. So, um, but it it takes a little bit of time, but. It's worth the time because you know, come fifteenth of March next year, if you don't have you know your license or you don't have all those conditions ticked, it's you, you can't operate. Yeah, and all of your people done level five? Um, not all, uh, majority. Yeah. Um, but everyone that will need to be level five will be level five well before the fifteenth of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that would have been keeping them pretty busy. Yeah, it has. Um, I suppose one of the good things is um, you know they had that two year. Um, period for people that had been around a while that they sort of got a sort of grandparent I suppose for a couple of years um, but you know the, the good thing is we've had a number of newer um, staff members or advisors come in who've, who've sort of learnt the business while they've been going doing their level five as well so it's worked out quite well because uh, it generally will take around six months um, to to get it done. To, to get it done and sort of what's your view on sort of commissions and life insurance and where that's going I mean you know there's always a lot of chatter about this? There's always been a lot of chatter about this, Phil, you know yeah, that. Yeah, it's been going that. for a, a long, long time. I mean, I think um, commissions are settled where I think they, you know, where I think everyone's relatively comfortable where they're at. Um, coming into the new licence, um, there will be the, you know, your, your code standards that you've got to meet. You know, you're going to have to make sure that, you know, you're doing the right the right job, you're giving the right advice. Um, and, you know, you, we've got to be paid for that as well. Um, I think you know probably where it's um, probably where there's probably some um, sort of questions to be answered yet is around the servicing of clients moving forward. Um, what what are the servicing requirements? Because uh, there has been some chatter around, you know, making sure that you know in order to receive that servicing commission, you've got to be actively servicing your well, clients. Well, but that's that's one of the big sort of unknowns at the moment that is another yep. you know under this new conduct regulation you know you've got to provide ongoing service so how are you finding the life companies when they're coming and talking to you and telling you what they expect for servicing I mean I think there's an expectation that you're servicing um, at least on an annual basis and, and making some form of contact to make sure that that's still fit for purpose uh, the product that's fit for purpose um, you know can also be at the moment, you know, obviously with inflation being so high, there's also the premium affordability. So it's about making sure that, you know, clients um, have the ability to make changes where we're required. So in the past, I mean, I guess a lot of policies are on annual renewals and and people didn't, advisors didn't necessarily do much at that point in time. But, but are you sort of expecting now that when you come up to those annual renewals that there'll be more of a process? Yeah. Yes, yeah, very much. I mean, that's that's also you know very quite clear in the legislation that you've not not only is it about making sure you give good advice at the time of implementation of an insurance or a, or a mortgage that you've got to continually keep giving them uh, ongoing service. Yeah. Well, the mortgage one's different because it doesn't come up each year. You just you keep paying your, your interest rate bills, don't you? Well, it also but it depends if um, you know depending on what. Um, the client chooses from a fixed, you know, if they're going with a one-year fix, for instance. So, um, you know, and we are seeing quite a, it's going to be, that's that's probably for the mortgage business for probably the next um, 12 12 months is going to be quite a a change around because, you know, we've seen mortgage rates in the twos um, to now mortgage rates nearly in the sixes from a fixed perspective. 
Mm. So it's going to be a whole different sort of conversation than what we've had in the past. Are you finding that the, the insurers are sort of reasonably consistent with what they are expecting through servicing and they're, they're actually clear about what they want? Or, or is that still something which is a work in progress? I think it's still a work in progress, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I think, um, you know, it's, it's, new, it's new legislation. Mm -hmm. it's, it's new code standards. Um, so, you know, I think that is probably one of the unknowns yet is exactly what is going to be required. And, and do you think that, that will be a trigger point for where there might be a need for a change in the level of commissions? Or do you think where we are now will stay the same? Um, I, think, I think where we are will probably stay the same because, I mean, I think, you know, with commissions, um, the insurers have always built in to the upfronts um, a percentage that is ongoing as well. It's not It's not all from just a one-off sale. You know, the expectation is that some of that upfront is actually for the life of the policy as well. Yeah. Can you see insurers saying, oh, you're not doing the servicing and we're not going to pay you as much commission as we thought we were going to pay you? Well, it's, again, it's it's too early to probably say because it's it, it will have to be conversations between the insurer and the advisors um, to make sure that, you know, mm. Because how that how that's going to flow, yeah. um, what the expectation is from us from an advisor point of view is what do we have to provide the insurer versus what do they expect yeah. is, is yet to yeah. So yet the, to be so we've still got water to go under that bridge is basically what you're saying there. Yep. Yeah. And and just finally consolidation in the industry. What are you seeing now? I think you've bought a couple of businesses, haven't you? Yeah, we've bought a we've bought a few businesses along the way. Um, also looking at acquiring another one at the moment. Um, I think, you know, I think I said to you earlier when we were offline, I said, you know, there's always been attrition. Mm. Um, so there will be people that won't come into the new licensing regime. Um, probably some some sat there for two years under the transitional license and probably thought, well, I've got two more years. Then Traditionally, then maybe they might not have. Um, if the full license had come in two years ago, they might have gone then. So we might see a little bit of a higher blip in people leaving. But I think overall, I don't think a lot will leave because um, either they'll run their own license mm. or they'll fall under someone else's yeah, license. Yeah, going to be interesting to see how it all rolls out. It will be. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Simon. It's good to have you in here and, awesome. and all the best. No yeah. worries. Thanks, yeah. Phil. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.